are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, when you say persistence, that means keep on keeping on, right? But when you say persistence of faith, that's faith that asks one time and just stands there and stands there and stands there until he receives. When faith asks twice, he cancels it. I mean, if you believed you received when you prayed, why would you ask the next morning for it? Why would you pray the same prayer the next morning? The only reason you'd pray the same prayer the next morning if you believed you didn't receive it the morning before. You dug up your seed. And you can plant 365 days a year and dig up your seed the next morning and 365 days you plant and dig up seed, you will never have a harvest. But if you'll plant it and let it stay planted, say it and let it stay said, Pray it and let it stay prayed. In faith, God will answer your prayer. Now, we're here in Luke, the 11th chapter. Jesus said, I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. Everyone that asketh receiveth. He that seeketh findeth. To him that knocketh it shall be opened. Now, I'm aware that the Amplified has little... Brackets down below and says, he that asks and keeps on asking. Now see, if you don't know how to water the word with the word, then you're going to be in a heap of trouble when you read that because you'll think that's in the Bible. They have a footnote that says, in the present imperative and often repeated. Well, now, if it is, you know, I don't know a whole lot about the Greek. I can read a concordance a little bit. But if it does mean... Ask and keep on asking. It also means receive and keep on receiving every time you ask. If you ask in faith. See, you've got to qualify that. It's got to be in faith. Jesus is not teaching that you receive just because you ask. Now, let's water that with the word. See, Jesus said in John the 15th chapter verse 7, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will and it shall be done. And say ask and keep on asking. He said, ask what you will and it shall be done. Well, now, see, the will of God is involved in that because the word of God is his will. So if the word abides in you, you have the will of God. Now, there might be certain things that you couldn't just spell out in the Bible and say, well, now, it didn't really say whether I was to buy a green car or a red one. But there's a principle involved. What's everything you desire? See, you've got to make a decision on some things. It doesn't matter to God whether you drive a green car or a Volkswagen or a Cadillac or whatever, just as long as you make the choice. So don't get hung up on things because, well, I can't find that specifically in the Bible. You can always find a principle that will cover it. Now, the word importunity means barefacedness or boldness. In other words, God is saying that this man would get up and give this man all the bread he needed. Not because he was his friend, but because he had enough faith in him that if he came to him even at midnight, he would get what he asked. Man, I can't afford to lay here in bed and let that guy go without any bread because he had enough faith to walk all the way down here and to holler in my window and ask for bread. I can't afford to turn him down because of his persistence of faith or barefacedness or boldness. He will give him as many as he needeth. 
Then he turns around and said, Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. Now I had a fellow say to me, Yeah, but now Brother Caps, you see, this guy just kept knocking, just kept knocking, just kept knocking until he just worried this guy and he got up and gave him the bread. And that's what Jesus is teaching us to do is just keep on praying, keep on praying, and finally God will answer. I said, Would you mind reading that to me out of the Bible? Oh, well, he said, I don't know where it's found, but I know it says that. I said, Well, I happen to know where it's found and it don't say that. Did you notice that it never did say the fellow knocked? See, that's been read into every sermon you've probably ever heard on that, that the guy just kept knocking. It did not even say that he knocked. See how you can read between the lines and get things squirreled up? Religion has done that. Read between the lines and just squirreled it up and made it say exactly opposite of what Jesus said. Now, see, this is the very subject that I'm talking about that I was telling you yesterday morning. The woman said, Brother Caps, your teaching just confuses me. Why, I've always been taught and believed that you just keep praying and keep praying and finally God will answer your prayer because you're persistent in prayer. I said, yeah, but here's what the Bible says. Well, yeah, but here's the way I believe it. Your teaching just confuses me, she said. I said, no, sister, you was confused when you came. You just didn't know it until you heard the truth. Amen. Well, that's what Jesus said about it. Now, let's water the Word with the Word, and let's interpret the Bible with the Bible. All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. So then, if you can believe it, you can receive it. All things that you can believe. Well, now, the only way you can believe it is find a promise in the Word. That's where the faith is going to come from. That's where the seed comes from. So if you can't find it in the Word or the principle in the Word, you can't have Bible faith to believe for it. That's why Jesus said all things. See, somebody said, oh, if it was just all things, why people just believe for, you know, seven million all wells. Well, where are you going to get a scripture to believe that? See, you've got to have faith from the Word to believe that. You don't need seven million oil wells. Now, John said, Beloved, if our hearts condemn us not, then we have confidence in him. Whatsoever we ask of him, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things which are pleasing in his sight. Now, it didn't mean that you got your prayer answered just because you did the good things, but it gave you a pure conscience before God. Paul said, Holding the mystery of faith in a pure conscience. See, if your conscience condemns you, if your heart condemns you, then you won't have faith to believe that God will answer your prayer. I mean, if I were to pray that Pastor Ripley would lose his billfold so I could find it and get his money, and that's the way God's going to meet my need. Well, that's evil. You know, I mean, my heart would condemn me. I'd have a spiritual heart attack just as soon as I prayed that prayer. I could have no faith at all for that. You understand what I'm saying? So that's why there is a built-in control on the law of faith. You cannot abuse the law of faith. Because when you get out of line with what the will of God is and what the word of God says, your heart will condemn you. And you can't believe for it. That's why Jesus said, all things whatsoever you ask in prayer believing. If you can find the word that will produce the faith for it, God's already said yes to it. Not a matter of talking him into it. He's already said yes to it. He's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. I'll tell you, religion's made prayer too hard. I mean, if you just pray long enough, if you can just get enough people, if you can just get 20,000 people praying, my God will answer the prayer. No, he won't. 
I'd rather have one dear saint pray one minute in faith as 10 million people pray 55 hours in unbelief. I believe as Smith Wigglesworth said, it seems like God will just pass over a million people just to get to somebody that's believing him. And I'll tell you, when you get to the point that you will pray after you believe, you got to believe what the Word says. It'll change your life. But now, in reading this in the 11th chapter of Luke, you'll find that it didn't say the man knocked. He might have knocked. The only indication is where Jesus said, Ask and ye shall receive, knock and it shall be open unto you. But the fellow might have just hollered in the window. Didn't say that he knocked at all, but yet you hear people say, oh, he just kept knocking. He just kept knocking. No, he didn't. It was his persistence of faith. See, faith, ask one time for a petition of prayer. Ask one time and just stands its ground until it receives and just begins to thank God for it. Father, I thank you. Yesterday morning at 9 o'clock, I received my need met according to your riches in glory because all things whatsoever I ask in prayer, believing I shall receive. And I believed it yesterday morning when I prayed, and I want to thank you that it shall be manifest. You can pray that over and over. That's a prayer of thanksgiving and praise. And it will bring the manifestation of it. But you see, sometimes we get our minds clogged with religious tradition, and we just don't receive what the Word said. We want to receive what some man said about it, what somebody else said about it. Now, go with me to Luke, the 18th chapter. Somebody said, yeah, but Brother Caps, what about the widow and the unjust judge? She just kept wearing him. She just kept pestering him. And finally, she got what she wanted. Well, let's read that. Luke, the 18th chapter. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought to always pray and not faint. One translation says, not turn coward and give up. (laughs) Always pray. Now don't read something between the lines that didn't say. Now if you try to say that that means you ought to just always keep praying over the same thing the same way, then you're going to violate everything that Jesus taught about prayer. Because he said, don't use vain repetition as the heathen do. Pray this way, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. In other words, there was not one repetition in that prayer. He prayed it, he said it, he believed it, and that settled it. But you hear people say, oh yeah, but Jesus is teaching us in this parable of the unjust judge that we ought to just keep on keeping on and just wear him down and he'll finally do it. Well, now that's where we've got off track and we traveled this religious road of praying. And I think if you haven't discovered it yet, you will before long, that that's not the way that Jesus taught in prayer. Jesus said, all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive, Seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you, everyone that asketh receiveth. Now I think if we just go over those over and over in our minds and in our spirit and in our voice, speak it until we got indelibly implanted within us, then it'd force some production in the kingdom of God. Can you say amen? Amen. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our offer all this week is book offer number 7507. It's How to Avoid Tragedy and Live a Better Life. It's a 109-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. In this book, 
will give you an insight into what opens the door to the devil and how to overcome the things that come your way. You know, some people believe that everything that comes to you in life is God's will for you. No, that's not true. Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. If it has to do with having life and have it more abundantly, it comes from Jesus. But the problems, the troubles, and the things that destroy your life does not come from God. God is not the destroyer. The scriptures say that Satan is the destroyer. In the Greek word translated destroyer means ruiner. He came to ruin your life. And you need to know that it's not God's will that all these things that come to you in life happen to you. Now, some of them may be, but it's because of sowing and reaping. You know, you can sow a seed and reap a harvest. Whether it's a good seed or a bad seed, you're going to reap a harvest. Now, you've heard people say, God will never put more on you than you can bear. That's not what he said. The scripture says, God will always make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it or to come through it or overcome it. In other words... You're going to have to act on the Word of God to overcome the things that come against you, many of them especially, if you will just get the Word of God in your mouth and begin to speak it. That's offer number 7507, How to Avoid Tragedy and Live a Better Life. It's a 109-page paperback for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.